Thank you for downloading this podcast from the Pardes Institute of Jewish Studies. To download digital content, please visit elmod.pardes.org. This is Levi Cooper coming to you from Pardes in Yerushalayim. It's now time to conclude this mini-series where we've been discussing the mitzvah of Vidui Ma'aser, that celebratory declaration recited twice in seven years. That declaration where we say that I have distributed my ma'aser, my charity, that from agricultural produce. And to conclude this series, I'd like to take you along my own personal journey, how I came to be involved and to be interested in this mitzvah. And the truth is, it started in the Midrash class in Pardes. This year is the fourth year in the cycle, and so it is a Vidui Ma'aser year. And my students in the Midrash class asked to study something from the corpus of Midrash Halacha the works from the sages where they use biblical texts to form Jewish law. So I thought, what can I do? What might be interesting? And I chose to study with them the passage in the Midrash that deals with Vidui Ma'aser and delineates the rules for this mitzvah. It's the first time that I'd ever taught this text in Pardes, so I was excited to have this opportunity, and it precipitated a discussion as to how Midrash Halakha plays a significant role in the formation of Jewish law. But for me, after I'd studied Vidui Ma'aser and thinking about it a little bit more, I realized that it probably wasn't just the students in the Midrash class at Pardes, who might find this relatively rare mitzvah interesting. So I decided that I would teach these texts and other texts related to Vidui Ma'aser in my community in Sur Hadassah. And so on the Shabbat before Pesach, Shabbat Agadol, where there's a tradition that the rabbi gives a central drasha, a main sermon to the community, I chose Vidui Ma'aser as the topic. So we started by discussing the laws of Vidui Ma'aser and then some of the ideas behind it, many of which I've shared with you in this podcast series. And that's what I taught here in Sur Hadassah just before Pesach. And then in my shul, on Shvi Shel Pesach, the seventh day of the festival, as a community, after Mincha in the afternoon, we recited the Vidui Ma'aser text all together, and we kept a vestige of this ancient mitzvah. Some of the people asked, well, What's the story? Why do other people keep this mitzvah? And so on the Shabbat immediately after Pesach, 
I then shared with my community the story that I've shared with you of the 1893 mysterious anonymous attempt by Rabbi Eliyahu David Rabinovich Tumim the Aderet to precipitate discussion and encourage people to keep vidui ma'aser, the mitzvah of vidui ma'aser. I then challenged my community and I asked them, can you find out who else, as we did the mitzvah, who else has just, just done this mitzvah as a community? And a number of the members of our shul then went during the following week and I was receiving WhatsApps and messages and emails from different people as they asked their colleagues, each person in their workplace, did you do the mitzvah of vidui ma'aser in your community? I was astounded to learn that almost nobody did it. There were very few communities that did vidui ma'aser. Some pointed to the fact that, Rav, that the Chazonish felt that this, we couldn't do the mitzvah because how can we really claim to have done all the mitzvot and really properly given the tithes? Now, I found that, you know, the Chazonish is one of the great authorities in the 20th century. But I was surprised that it wasn't even discussed in so many communities, certainly in communities that don't follow the rules of the Chazonish in most matters. And so I was a little bit surprised, perhaps even despondent. Why was no one keeping this mitzvah? I started looking. I found that in 1945, Rabbi Yoshua Kaniel, who was later the chief rabbi of Haifa, he gave a shiur in 1945 on Pesach about the mitzvah of vidui ma'aser. But I really couldn't find evidence of people actually keeping and doing vidui ma'aser. In 1959, the chief rabbinate sent out a circular saying it's that reminding people that it was a vidui ma'aser year and that they should do it. So it seems like there wasn't that no one did it, but it certainly wasn't a common mitzvah. I decided to take what, this topic to one more place. And I shared it with my students in the law faculty in Tel Aviv University. This year I'm giving a course, an elective on law, that is Jewish law, halacha, and history. We explore various changes in history and how the halachic system reacted and responded and dealt with the vicissitudes of history. And so I shared with them the story of Trumotu Masrot, this ancient taxation system, and then told them the story 
of the Aderet, and his 1893 anonymous attempt to encourage people to keep the mitzvah. And we discussed in that class how even lobbyists in the Knesset, parliamentary lobbyists, they also do things anonymously in order to further various agenda. And we discussed, was it comparable or not? My friends, it's been a journey. I've enjoyed looking into this mitzvah, a mitzvah that is rather rare. I end this series sharing with you my surprise that it has never caught on. It seems to be such an easy mitzvah, something that is a positive statement where we acknowledge and encourage ourselves and our communities for having done good things. And yet it seems that vidui ma'aser at least at this time, has remained on the fringes of Jewish practice. That's all for now. Until the next time, to the Beit Midrash! Thank you for downloading this podcast from the Pardes Institute of Jewish Studies. To download digital content, please visit elmod.pardes.org.